Take a Ride podcast. I'm your host here, Starks. You can find me on my Twitter handle at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram, One Closing Hero. And I'm actually not here alone tonight, uh, this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. I have Lewis on the podcast. How you doing today, brother? Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, it's great for me to be here, man. I, hey, Starks, man. What's up, I man? Walk, hey, I appreciate you inviting me uh, to the show again. Somehow I find myself, you know, keep guest starring with you. What's up with that, man? I don't know, man. I guess the fans wanted to see a little double dragon action. What's your thoughts, man? Uh, hey, man. <laughs> hey, I can't blame you. I love me. I know you guys love me. Nah, nah, seriously, no, though. No, but... <laughs> seriously, they do love you. <laughs> nah, 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 man. You know, all respect, man. Love you guys, too, man. Appreciate being here. Uh, it's always a privilege to uh, uh, guest star on a basketball podcast exactly same same see, see how, you see how i almost went to baseball there starts oh, oh yeah, hey yeah. man we didn't make it to the show <laughs> hey, yet, we right? did, hey we didn't make it to the show but anyways man yep same move set different colors right double dragon style so with that being said So this episode, we're going to consist of, or at least jump into some listener questions that actually is formulated over the time span that I just haven't really got to, but I will go through the listeners as far as basketball-wise. Now, you guys know it's a Dynasty podcast format with a little bit of redraft flavor. Towards the end of the clutch shot, again, I'll give you guys that forewarning. It'll be more towards fantasy football. I have a different mindset of kind of changing things, but I'll keep you guys ahead because of some interesting things coming along on this podcast with some other incentives that you guys should stick, um, stay tuned and be aware of. But so, basically, so basically, you're, you're just adding in sugar spice and everything nice, right? <laughs> How'd you know, Lewis? Hey, man. Hey, I respect it, man. There's nothing wrong with doing something a little different, man. You know, my man's here to give you, you know. You know, sports stats that you need, but he's also trying to give you some entertainment along the way. So that's why I'm here. Hey, man, that's why you're here. So, yes, the first segment, we're just going to pretty much, like I said, get to the section of listener questions. Next section, we'll kind of go into a section where Lewis, I, I want him to get this opportunity of a segment called Gut Call. And that's going to kind of tie well into football. But even before we get to the Gut Call from Lewis, I want to get to license to deal a little bit sooner. And then a clutch shot will be more fantasy football. So, Let's go ahead and get started on some of these questions here. Uh, so I'll be ba- pretty much ball hogging ISO, but Lewis, feel free to chime in at any time, okay? Hey, hey no problem, man. Hey. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Hey, man, so this is one of the interesting questions that I've seen here uh, from a listener. Derek White, or as you guys know, uh, Hooked on Phonics works for me. I, I can't say this name right. Is uh, Deontay Murray, and I might have said it right. Um, who would I rather have? I'm just going to say no, neither one. I just don't want to be in that situation to play spin the bottle, musical chairs, or Russian roulette with one of them. So for Spurs, you're a Spurs guy there, Lewis. Would you, if you had to choose, because I'm just going to say neither because I'm not going to draft him in basketball, but if you had to choose either Derek White, the point guard, or Deontay Murray, what would you uh, choose in point guard-wise in San Antonio? Not really. Oh, man, you just dropped the ball on me <laughs> with that, man. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's that's tough. Uh, are are we just saying just cause? Or you could what, you could say just cause, and I mean, if if you wouldn't want to pick it, I'll kind of give the listeners a little bit, maybe of just saying neither. I'll say somebody. I mean, I mean what are the uh, stipulations with this? Like, uh, am I using these guys as backups, or are we just like? So this is more. I would think. In, like, do I have point guards? You know, what's what's the si- exact stipulation? Stipulation. It's just more of a question, either or. That was the question. So I'll just put it in a perspective like this: in a dynasty format, I'm going to say Murray long term, Derek White in a redraft league. I think he will just have that. This year will be decent, a little bit more better. But I think Murray has the upside for the dynasty format. 
Yeah, Starks, I might have to go ahead with uh, what you answer with that because, uh, man, honestly, I'd say really neither. I, I'm not feeling either one of them. Okay. All right. So let's get to the next listener question here. And it's from the this, I think it's medium, <laughs> medium schmills or something of that nature. Uh, so the question here is Blake Griffin versus LaMarcus Aldridge in the, in the nine cat category. Oh, now we talking. This is interesting. So since you're ready, Lewis, I'm going to pass you the ball. In a, I guess we'll put it this way, in a dynasty format, who would you rather have there, Blake Griffin or LaMarcus Aldridge, man? Man, I'm definitely going with Blake Griffin on this one, man. Aldridge is, he's, oh, man, to me, he's he's pretty old, man. And I, I know uh, Blake Blake's uh, pretty old as well, but, like, Blake is just, uh, the only thing I'm scared of with Blake is uh, the injury. But besides him, if, if he can stay healthy, man, you know, Blake, you're going to get a lot more turnout. You're going to get a lot more rebounds, points, and uh, blocks. Good. I mean, that's a that's a no for me, I, and I think that's good, Lewis. You did break down a nice uh, segment on how you would think Blake Griffin. Typically, Blake Griffin would be the better guy. I'm going the opposite here. LMA is is old as bones. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely old here, but I'll at least say it like this: Lamarcus Aldridge, he's pretty much been consistently on the court the last couple of years, and I know he's an older guy. But the thing is about Blake Griffin, which you got to be concerned about. That injury, bro. Not just the injuries, like you mentioned. And then also, as we come to the the fantasy community this year and moving forward, the load management, which is bad music to the owner's ears. That I mean, LMA could be in that aspect too. But uh, Blake Griffin, I, I can see load management all over his face. And I can see the injury history that, I mean, he played a lot of games last year, but that's just something to, to look at. So moving forward here. Uh, the next question, this is a lot of questions that's uh, a player versus a player, and it's uh, Jonathan Isaac, and I think we talked about this on his lad po- lad po- or excuse me, last podcast with uh, Jordan Schultz, what I appreciate from hashtag basketball in the last episode uh, on Isaac, but this is this guy is actually versus uh, Mo Bamba, and I like to call him uh, Bamba, Mamba number five, I'm sure you guys are familiar with that terminology. Uh, this one's a little bit more simpler for me. I would take Jonathan Isaac long term in a oh, dynasty man, format. You're trash, man. Oh, you take a Bamba? Yeah, no, I was gonna say the same thing as well, man. Okay, well, yeah, that's fine, man. We can have the same opinion on players. That's okay, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. All but, right. You know, the, the, the viewers are looking for us to, you know, kind of clash heads with that. But the, what was your reasoning on, on that? I'll go ahead and say mine yeah, first. Go ahead. and Go ahead, the ball sure. from you. The reason I say Isaac is because, like, to me, he's you know been more proven and. Uh, Mo Bamba, I, I'm not too sure about him yet. I feel like he, he might need a little more time and uh, development. Yeah, so th- I, I'm with you on that aspect. I'll put a little bit more uh, incentive on that. Thank you. Yeah, Lewis, we know for- how you like to break things down. So go ahead. No, no, man, that was really good. I was going to say it like this. Jonathan Isaac is a triple one threat, as you guys are accustomed to. If you're not, now you know. He's a three-point guy that could score three-point is still in the block. And I think he could be a little bit better this year. Bamba is still behind. Uh, Vooch, as we as we know in Orlando, but the the upside and the ceiling is there. But for that to happen, he needs more minutes. And I'm looking at just the opportunity Isaac is in right now that he's going to get the starting minutes, and the minutes is already currently his way. Now the higher ceiling, I guess that could be a little bit more of a different question. So if it was a different um, aspect as far as who has a, the higher ceiling, it could be Bamba just because of the high block percentages um, that he could present on the court. And the thing is, if he did, as you guys know, it's a big if, if he got the opportunity and minutes on the court, he could be a two-plus block specialist. And that's not nothing that you could just find out in the free agency. So in a dynasty format, um, still I would take Isaac, but that's you know that's where we're at here. So basically you're talking a uh, high-risk, high-reward because, you know, that's a big if, you know, 
uh, we're looking at him being behind Vooch, and you know, Vooch, he hardly ever gets injured. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Vooch, yeah, he's been a little bit more healthy over the years. I'm with you. So here's another question here from a different guy, Botch D, I believe. So he's new to fantasy basketball. What does punt mean? So essentially, punting is just essentially punting a category. You know, it could be if you're playing a nine category league, you could punt and not care about <laughs> a free throw percentage or not care about blocks or not care about three pointers. Um, so you're just aiming towards the other categories to strengthen your yeah, team. Yeah, I think uh, we talked about this on the last episode yeah, where, we, you know, where I was talking about Kong Skull Island, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when I was building my team to go DK, man, I had to give up on, you know, certain areas, man. So I don't really care too much about like like i'll be more focused on like like i said rebounds and blocks and stuff of that nature and not be too concerned i'll be punting like steals hey man that's real <laughs> it is just like you said kong skull island or donkey kong country however you want to spin it this is the kong master lewis so hey man i'm here hey hey lewis this is this uh question is actually tailored towards you man this is funny because you have him uh, in the the league here, uh, the listener league, the Unicorn League, man, and it's uh, G. Hay, Gordon Hayward. Oh boy! And, uh, I feel like he's gonna have a bounce back here. So I just that's pretty much what the listener has asked. Like, you know, what's your thoughts on Gordon Hay? So you believe he's gonna have a bounce hey, back hey, here? I feel like this is the year, man. man. OG Hay, it's time for him to rise up like a phoenix from the ashes. He's gonna be back. That's my gut feeling. That's my gut call. Awesome. He's gonna be back. Yeah, and I'll say on top of that, I I believe if he comes back, like you say, Lewis, I believe it has he's to be, be this year. He's going to be back like Wick, man. <laughs> he's coming back like Wick, man. Wick. He, he's not going to know that he's coming back, but I'm thinking he's coming back, man. <laughs> I hope you're right because if he doesn't come back this year, I don't know if he ever's going to come back. I'll be honest with <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, man. It, it kind of reminds me that I, I feel like he definitely is because, you know, people, you know, Coach, you know who you are. You keep trying to send me those dirty offers for him. You're not going to get him. You're not going to do it. Kuma, you cut it out right now. <laughs> Why are you calling gonna, people out? Hey, I'm calling you out. Stop it. Okay, so here's another question here. Um, this is from a, a, a K Funk. So I'll say it like this. He's letting, what's well, not even a question, it's more of a, a, a post that he's letting go of KD. And I'll just still, I'll, I'll go ahead and ISO this real quick. I don't think that's a bad idea. And I know that might be sour to some people in fantasy community because KD is still a top dog in fantasy. I get it in a dynasty format. I mean, I know there. like I was talking like the last uh, episode as far as him going in the top 30 in a dynasty format. I'm scared to do that. If you're going to basically invest in a player, that's not going to play for you for the whole season in a dynasty format. In a redraft league, I mean, you, you definitely shouldn't be touching him with a 10-foot pole uh, at this point <laughs> in time. So I guess you could say letting go of KD. I'm kind of essentially with this listener. Um, in that aspect, and I'm sorry, you guys are probably going to hear all these crazy noises, but, you know, me and Lewis, it's almost like we like to do things out of the box sometimes. That's how we roll, Lewis. Hey, man. Hey, man. I call it, you know, high risk, high reward, man. <laughs> Honestly, I'm glad you said that, Starks, because I'll be with you on this one. Really? But, hey, I'm going to make sure I get a lot of bang for my buck as far as letting him go. You know, if you have him, man, make sure you getting a uh, what he's worth as far as license to deal. Yep, absolutely. So... Here's an interesting question here from uh, Cookie. Bam Adebayo for Lonzo Ball and Thomas Bryant. I'll go ahead and steal the ball here real quick and ISO this. Would you trade those, uh, pretty much Bam Adebayo for those two? That's a simple, yeah, I would because, well, I guess it's going to always depend on what type of league you're in. I get it, but Lonzo Ball... He's still, honestly, I know a lot of people's gave up on him because of the injuries over the time span. People's also 
um, just think he's just not a good NBA player or even a fantasy player. But the assist is still upside is still there. We know he has a broken jumper. I mean, I get it, but that doesn't matter. If you need the assist and steal category in your nine cat category league, that's something that is is well known to have on your team. And then Thomas Bryant, I'm going to be honest, he's not too – and I mean that could be pushing it. I, for my opinion, he's not too far behind Bam Adebayo. Bam Bam Bigelow is what I like to call him. Now, Bam is a solid player, and he has the potential to be – I mean, he should be a top 50 player this year, maybe even better. Thomas Bryan is one of the guys that I, I essentially like from the beginning, but if you're going to give me those two for uh, for Bam Bam Adebayo, I'm going to go ahead and sell. You know, any quick thoughts on that, Lewis, at all? Hey, man, the only thing that came to my mind was two-for-one special, man, so – Hey man, ah oh, man, it could go either way, man. It's uh in this situation, I feel like it's like a 50 50 or or maybe sure. 60 40 type deal. And I, I'd rule in Stark's favor that Starks will be getting uh, the better out of the deal with the two for one special. Sure, sure. All right, so here's another question here. It looks like it's been trades, and, and it's funny because we'll talk to license to deal here momentarily, and I guess we'll kind of tie it into that. Um, it's so this is another listener question to kind of close up with the listener question. So it's Conley and Siakam from this is from King uh, Bob. Uh, it's Conley versus Siakam versus Green versus Covington. I think it's maybe all of these guys against each other in a four corners match in wrestling, or we can tie it together with two oh, for two. Fatal four way. Yeah, man. I think this is more of a fatal four way. So we'll just do it as a fatal four way. This is an interesting one. So do you take Conley? Do you take Siakam? Do you take Draymond Green or do you take uh, Covington there, Lewis? I'm taking Draymond Green. Oh, all my goodness. Baby, hey, Diddy Kong, I'm taking him all <laughs> day long, man. I don't know, but it's tough, though, because right behind him, I, I'd go with Conley, too, man. Uh, okay. So, I mean, honestly, I, I say it's, I would say like a win-win. You okay. know, it, it, you're not really a loser in this. Sure. If you, I mean, someone might get a better win in this situation, but, like, we're not even really talking about really bad players here. So so, so let me steal the ball and pass it back to you then, Lewis. Okay, okay. So could you put them in order? So you see those guys. So you got green number one then, right? Yeah, then man. maybe Conley second? Yeah, Conley second, Covington you? third, and then uh, Siakam? Yeah, Siakam last. Ooh, you're, I'm going to say this. You're on drugs because I'm going to actually say I'm going to take Siakam first. You have him last. That's fine. Spicy P, I believe, is what they call him. Pascal Siakam in Toronto is the guy there. You know, Kawhi Leonard's out. Um, well, I mean, we know how you feel about, you know, yeah. new people. No, man. that's fine. Yeah, you know, Vi Valentine. Oh, I didn't mean to oh, drop that hey. name. Oh, you trying to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Little, little, hold little on, man. Hold on, man. Since like you're trying to be funny. No, <laughs> Valentine was a completely different player versus these guys up on the back. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I, I know. No, I know. man. It's no shade towards you. But anyways, let me just take the ball real quick. So, yeah, go ahead. I got Siakam first here. Uh, Draymond Green second. Conley third. And then Covington fourth. It's not a bad. We just have different orders and different styles, and there's nothing wrong with that, Lewis, but that's where we're at. So um, that, we, we didn't have too much for this episode, so we're going to kind of deal into License to Deal. Uh-oh, the, the sirens are coming for you, Lewis. All right, so we're here to License to Deal. In this segment, as you guys know, we talk about trades, and I want to help you guys to improve your success rate because it's funny because trades, people do trades, and I don't believe a lot of people talk about it too much, although they do ask about it a lot. So uh, this segment, as you guys know, License to Deal, I'm going to give you guys another cheat code in this aspect, and it's called the impulse buyer. <laughs> 
I like to go to GMs that are impulse buyers. And I think... I bet you do, Starks. And I think this is... In all the cheat codes that I've given and licensed to Dill Lewis, I'll be honest with you, I think this is maybe one of the biggest ones because a lot of people buy off of stories. That's another cheat code. Or impulse. And what I mean by that, you can go to a store. You know how you go to the, the supermarket, for instance, Lewis, and you, you're really hungry, right? You're yeah, yeah, you're, you're hungry. You know, you should never go into the store when you're hungry, right? Exactly, right? So Yeah, yeah so you, you're like a kid in a candy store, but you sit up there and you see uh, you're hungry. You're like, oh, this looks good. Oh, this over here looks good. Yeah, everything looks good, but you don't have enough money for everything. Exactly, Lewis. We call that an impulse buyer. So they're they're already hungry. They want to basically they had their, you know, their menu written down, whatever their list. Right. But when you go in there hungry, you're going to end up buying probably more than that list. What do you think, Lewis? Oh, yeah. Especially if you're hungry, man. You, you know, you, you're supposed to be shopping to, to get your need, to fill your need, to get groceries. You're out there. Oh, but hey, you walk in a store and you got chips advertised mm-hmm. and right next to the chips, you got, you know, Whatever you got, candy, you know, cookies, whatever it may be, whatever your, uh, whatever your cheat code might be, or whatever, whatever right. your cheat mail, but uh, it's no, no bueno, man. No bueno. So on top of that, I'll say it like this: the impulse buyer. When you have a GM or an owner reach out to you and be like, "Hey, man, what, what can I? What, what does it take to get this player?" And they and they keep sending you DMs, sending you messages, sending you trades, sending you bad trades, sending you all types of trades. What you're gonna do is what's up, Lewis? Oh no, I was just gonna add on to that. When you have that happen, the light bulb should appear right above your head. Hey, this person's thirsty. Give them what they want. Give them what they want, and then at the same time, you could potentially take them for a ride, right? So this is not only to, to get your license to deal, but you could possibly take this GM for a ride because once they are, and I know some people be like, oh, well, you must be in a taco league. I'm going to be honest with you. Taco league, competitive league, professional league, whatever your league you're in, there's always a GM that's dialing them phones, that's reaching out to try to do a trade. Just because it hasn't happened to you doesn't mean it'll never happen to you because it can. But anyways, that impulse buyer is going to basically do almost anything they can to get a trade done with you. And that's when you can basically bleed them dry. And it's an unfortunate thing, but you want to take advantage of that to your opponent. And I know the people will say like, well, don't you think that's probably trying to scam your way to the top to win a championship? And I know there's been a saying, and I haven't been the the, the happiest go lucky guy in leagues. I know I've got the villain tag on me, and that's not nothing that I I take a badge of honor on because I want to try to help people. But I'll say it like this: Do you come in the league to make friends, or do you come in the league to win? You play to win the game, and it's that simple in my aspect in logic. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's not to throw shade at anybody because I I'll still get along with you, but I still want to win my league. I'm gonna go ahead and add on to that, Stars, and um, uh, take the ball mm-hmm. real quick and take a clutch shot with that. Honestly, you have to think of it like this: when they're coming to you, they're not coming to better their team, better your team. They're coming because they they see something off their team that they're gonna try to take to better their team, and they everyone's like, oh yeah. Oh, we can do a, a deal that, uh, you know, helps us both out. But essentially, everyone, when they're uh, trying to do a deal or do, do a trade, it's to better their team and better their chances of winning. Now, I mean, can you come to a deal that strengthens both of you? Yeah, it could happen. But, you know, on most occasions, that, that's not going to be the uh, situation you're in. Honestly, you need to go in the mindset of it being a tug of war. Absolutely. I mean, if they want to buy the lottery ticket and keep buying lottery t- tickets and keep scratching and sniffing and just believing they're going to win the lottery, let them do that. You know what I mean? Let them do that because in reverse, it might hurt them, unfortunately, down the road. But then they 
might get so scared that, you know, people that are like, oh, well, I'm upset. Let's get this trade vetoed. And again, let me say it like this. There should never be a veto league. I'm going to be honest with you, unless there's collusion involved. Now, I made an exception in, in a couple of leagues in the past just because I understand, you know, people are going to be people at the end of the day. But that's just the way it is. But I think, honestly, if you're in a league, just make sure that as long as there's no collusion involved, then let the trades go through. You cannot demand or you can't control someone else's uh desire with hey, hey man I, I don't know about that starks but i'm gonna have to disagree it <laughs> depends fine. on the situation i'm gonna just say this man there was a trade that happened okay. and i know we're talking basketball sure. but fantasy football uh, we'll segue into hey, it but hey, go ahead hey now i'm just i, I want to say yeah yeah i'll bring it up later but there was a trade that happened where it was a guy that was the number one round draft pick that mm-hmm. got traded for a guy that was barely on the radar hey, and these guys were be- best friends <laughs> Shut up, seriously? Yeah, yeah. You know what that trade Wait was, Starks, how many How many years ago was it? Was this recent? Or no, this was recent, last year. Was, which, which league was that? Was it Dynasty Redraft? Yeah, D- Dynasty Football oh, League. You know which one I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to spare someone's feelings, but now I'm going to just go ahead and say who it was. Oh, hold on. Before, before we do that, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're going to start getting into football yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I, want you, yeah. I want you to go in on whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, we'll, we'll get back but to that. But th- for those that, uh, you know, with basketball, th- you guys can start ending the podcast because me and Lewis are going to jump in fantasy football. So but uh, We want to make sure that we've taken care of their needs yeah, so basketball-wise <laughs> yeah. first so before we hop into that. So, yeah, real quick, you guys, before we get to the fantasy football, thing and you guys can cut off the podcast you guys can find me on my twitter handle at starks underscore industry you can also find me on instagram one closing hero continue to ask me questions i'll make sure to do more listener questions and you know the next episodes as the season uh comes into basketball uh lewis you know i know you said you where can i actually find you at man <laughs> hey man they can find me in the mist man <laughs> they can find me out on the boat in the middle of the ocean man fishing I'll be in the free agency. That's where you'll find me at. Hey man, making I, moves. Hey man, I appreciate you. It's always good to have a double dragon. <laughs> oh no, hey, appreciate it, man. Stop copying off of me, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so guys, we're gonna go ahead and jump into the fantasy football side of things. Sorry with the malfunctions, guys. This has been an interesting one, um, Lewis. So we're gonna go with the gut call. This is specialized for you, man. And uh, before I throw you the ball, I guess per se in fantasy. I can at least ask you, how do you determine, because I know you got to pull up some information there, and it's my fault, Lewis, looks like I threw some interceptions here. How do you determine a gut call? Uh, what, you see, you threw some interceptions, kind of like uh, Drew Brees did today, man, and you got injured? Yeah, I did get injured. <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, basically, uh, let's see. That's an interesting question, Starts. You want to break down gut call, so I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, break it down for you and the listeners basically how i define the gut call is it's more like a, a spider sense in a sense <laughs> hey, hey no no you're laughing man you're laughing but that, that's that's what i want to call it man it's like a spider sense for those who are out in the waiver wire man you need a little bit of extra help you need a little extra oomph so little, i'm gonna go ahead and give it to you you need a little peter parker <laughs> yeah hey just <laughs> hey, hey just a little bit man hey man we're all little spider mans right right no, nah, no. Nah. But in a sense, though, uh, what I mean by that, I'm going to go ahead and break it down. Is like uh, I'll give you an example with players. Last week I had uh, Vernon Davis. I had um, who were some did of the other start, ones? Did for, you start like Jimmy Graham or something? Oh, yeah. Hey, Jimmy old, Gra- hey, dude, that hey, old reliable Exactly. Guy. Old reliable, <laughs> old faithful Jimmy Graham. Um, I had a few other players that uh, exploded. Uh, Philip Dorsett. 
Oh my! Hey, Dorsett, yeah, two touchdowns, man. <laughs> Who would have thought that it? That was last week. He how to do this week though? Exactly, <laughs> and that's the thing about the gut, man. It, it may it works for you. It's like a 50-50, man. It's yeah. a um, basically taking a shot in the rain. But uh, Starks, uh, oh man, we, no, you're fine, yeah. Lewis. So, what? Uh, what's your thoughts on that? So, like my thoughts on that in particular, as you're pulling up stuff, because I, like I said, I'll I'll take the ball for you because I made a mistake here. So. In the gut call, I appreciate it. I know you have to have a spider sense in that aspect. And I know you had mentioned, you know, before we got jacked up here before, as I utilize the opera system, right, O for opportunity. So you look on the depth charts, like kind of, for instance, New York Giants. You had uh, Sterling Shepard that got injured. Exactly. How did you know who to pick up? Well, honestly, uh, see, my gut told me, like, basically – what had happened was I originally I didn't need receivers, but like I was kind of scarce in that department. So I went out and I, I went and searched for receivers. But you already know with your league, you know, you, some of you guys might be in this league in leagues where it's scarce, it's barren out there. Mm-hmm. So I went and I, you know, looked at certain teams and I saw, hey, who's injured? She- oh, Shepard's on the injury protocol. So let me go ahead and see, who, you know, take lemons and make a lemon lemonade out of it. I went and grabbed Benny Fowler. Which, by the way, caught uh, five passes. He had ten targets for fifty-one yards, uh, twenty-yard carry, and he did decent. Got me about nine points. Okay, but the real good. sleeper, I would say, is uh, oh. T.J. Jones, oh, man, from God. the John. Hey, hey. Now this is a uh, instance where I call a gut call. <laughs> there was no papers out on him. He was zero percent owned. The only papers that I had on him was a hey, Giants signed T.J. Jones. That's it. So I decided to go out there because, you know, if you got injuries, you know, they got to throw the ball to somebody, man. Someone's got to carry the workload. So I took a chance and, hey, I ended up with 11 points with him. Hey, man, you're going down the Christmas tree like with that. I, I, I don't know. Like, how do you do that? Or a chimney? Because the thing is, like, and that's what makes you special in fantasy football that I'm trying to get better. Like, I've won leagues again before, but the difference is, like, I struggled over the years, and you have the strength to be a playoff contending team in football each year. And the thing is, I don't have the luxury to go. I wouldn't even say luxury. I don't. I fear going that deep into the unknown. Uh, obviously, this year is a little bit different. But Lewis, like that, is a good gut call by you that you are willing to take a stab at a player that nobody owns. Because obviously, his percentage is probably going to jump up a little bit, even if Sterling Shepard comes back at this point in time. So, you know, Lewis, is there anything else as far as, you know, the gut call? I think there was another player. So, like, the Patriots got... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, go I, I'm putting him up right here. Uh, yeah, Raheem Mozart. Uh, what do we like to call <laughs> we him? We call him Mozart. Mozart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mozart, he had 22 points today, man. Insane. 22 yeah. points. Yeah, and that's the running back for the San Francisco uh, 49ers, man. And he's, exactly. Hey, he ain't just, he oh wasn't the starting God. one, though, was Yeah, he? it was... Uh, well, he's was a Brita. starter today, he's, though. I don't know if he started or Breida started. I think Breida started, though. Either, either way, he still well, ate. Uh, well, I'm pulling up right now, man. He rushed 13 times for 83 yards and called three or four passes. Oh, he's catching balls down for 68 yards and a touchdown in week two against the Bengals. Wow. He said he had an expanded role with, uh, that's what it was, Tevin Coleman was, was sidelined. Yeah. See, that's what you call opportunity right there. Like, I know most people know about, you know, it's given like where someone gets up. a sideline to automatically go and pick up their handcuff. But in there's certain instances where sometimes you got to go further beyond that. Like Danny Amendola last week, 
versus this week. I had him started for both. Like this week, he gave me a goose egg, but last week I started him and he gave me 19 points. That's what I say is high risk, high reward. You just got to fill it out, look out the um, matchups, and you know, just let your heart tell you when and when not to start these type of players. And let me steal the ball and pass it back to you because yeah, you made sure. an interesting uh, point there. So Mozart, we'll play music with Mozart. He exploded today. Was your is your gut going to tell you to start him next week? Honestly, I'm going to do a little bit of research okay. first and, and see, uh, you know, depending on if uh, Tevin Coleman comes back, okay. that, you know, that might factor into that. Right. So hypothetically, if Coleman doesn't come back, because, you know, Breida, I think Breida is the, actually the starter. They might be in a timeshare, but if they are in a timeshare and if Coleman is out, and depending on what team do they play, I guess you're going to still fill it out and to use your yeah, head Yeah, exactly. You know, and so every coach is going to be different, man. You got you just got to fill it out for yourself because, uh, in a sense, you do you do that with high quality players too. You just don't know it. Like it's automatically given. Like players like Julio Jones and um, you start people like Juju. Mm-hmm. And like last week, I had both of them in two different leagues, and they laid like dinosaur eggs on me. Well, they didn't give me goose eggs, but they gave me like three points. Okay, so let me actually let's let's make so it every more. every coach has the ability to do that. All right, so let's talk about Mozart again. So let's this is interesting. It makes me think. So it's next week, all right, let's just still say hypothetically Coleman's out, right? Okay. Do you start Mozart, or do you start if you had okay if you had both of these players? Do you start Mozart? Or do you start LaShawn McCoy, Shaden McCoy next week? Shade, now, Shaden didn't have a good game tonight either. <laughs> Who would you start out of those two next week? Honestly, based off the – I'm going to look at the performance. Like, right. the performance was great. So, I'm going to take – this is just me. I'm going to mm-hmm. take a chance to go ahead and start him again. I'm going to look into the factor of that. I'm going to look at what defense he's going against. Yes. And three, I'm going to look at um, basically – consistency right so like i mean of course you know players are going to have big games where they explode like one time exactly kind of like Sammy Watkins, and now he kind of went back to uh, yeah yeah came came back down to earth that and and that's the thing about fantasy football you can't use your head too much you got to use sometimes your gut and that's why we're giving you this gut call information like it makes sense sometimes to always start certain players. Hey, you know, you're going to have a n- number round, one round uh, person like Julio Jones, but, like, they're not going to always do good. They're not going to always produce for you. I'm surprised uh, in these first two weeks that uh, Juju hasn't, like, really exploded like he did last year. I'm get, still giving him a little bit of time, but, like, there's a lot of things to factor into that. Hey, man, Lewis, don't go so deep into it, man. You got to start your studs, man. You're going to start Juju, though, right? <laughs> don't, 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 don't tell me oh, you're going to bench do that. him. Yeah, just, are just you bench those, him, man. Hey, you wouldn't do that to Juju. Nah, nah, but I'm giving these no, guys information no, they need because, like, some of these people, I'll give you an example. My boss was in, you know, money leagues. I, I, I typically don't gamble, but I was trying to help him out, uh-huh. and he was in a money league, and you, some of you, you know, when you're in money leagues, oh, yeah. you know, certain players have certain salary caps on them. Yes. So, like, when you find a stud like T.J. Jones, I, I I bet he had, like, maybe, like, $100, vice versa, like, salary caps on people, like, uh, number one draft picks, but, like, around 5000 7000 yeah. So, like, you want to find diamonds in the rough like that because it's going to help you out in the long run where you can get 
uh, players that explode and they don't cost you anything. Hey, let me ask you that: Is your, your the guy at work? Does he uh, does he still ask you for tips? On, for on tips, <laughs> uh, we haven't gotten around to it. Okay. He's been busy, but okay. like we were supposed does, to make some lineups. Does he, does he still do lineups? I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah, does, yeah, yeah. I was gonna help him out with some money lineups, and I know some of you. You know, we want. That's what we're here for. We're help, here to help you guys win. Yeah, win big. You so, play to win the game. Hey man, shut up, Lewis. So, <laughs> is there anything, Lewis, uh, that you, else you want to give out to the juicy listeners? Because you're giving out some good fantasy football content to them, man. Well, honestly. Uh, I mean, I'm going to just say like this, man. We're going to make it short, sweet, simple, to the point, man. You already know what to do. And for you guys that don't know what to do, you know, come on the podcast. Give us some questions. You know, me and Starks will do our best to answer what questions we can for you guys. Um, as far as using the gut call, man, the gut really helps out in situations like where, like, I'll give you an example. Um, yesterday, I went to go pick up, uh, I forgot who's the running back for the um uh, Dolphins. I think it's Drake. Drake, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, yeah Kenyon Drake. Uh, someone had dropped him because he did bad the first week. There's an example right yeah. there. I wouldn't have dropped him. Someone dropped him, and we're in a uh, league where basically we we all get like a hundred dollars. Yep. Fab acquisition budget. Yeah. Yep. Fab acquisition free budget. Ag- I'm sorry. Yep. Free agency acquisition, but but yeah, yeah, fab. yeah. So I put twelve on this dude, but I got outbid it for thirty five. So I was salty. So I'm like, man, let me go out in the free agency. And it was looking scarce out there. So the next thing I did was I was like, man, I can't find nobody out here because Starks, we're in a league where basically Starks, he makes it hard out there in the free agency. But that that's cool because it makes my skills, it sharpens my skills out in the free agency, bro. Yeah. It's going to help you out because sometimes you might be in a league where maybe you're in a no trade league. Maybe you're in a league where no one wants to trade with you yeah. and you made a, a bad decision and you made a, a a bad decision to draft, you know, the wrong type of people. Yep. That's where the we're here to help you out in the free agency. So I went over and I, I look, oh man, look at that. Why receivers in the um in the uh Giants team are hurt. So I went and found TJ Jones, I found a stud in that. And you got a lot of courage, man. You got you must have a heart of a line because I'm gonna be honest with you, Lewis. I wouldn't even touch a Giants receiver with Eli Manning on the helm, so <laughs> <laughs> because all I think is Saquon Barkley over there getting fantasy points. But no, and it kind of ties into basketball wasteland team. Eli's got to throw it to somebody, right? See, and that makes sense right there. See, that's the example right there. It doesn't make sense to to do something like that. You always start. How, let me ask you your yeah. week one. How did how did that go? My week because, one didn't do good. Hey, my week one didn't do good with me starting Juju. That's real. So what do you try to say, Lewis? Oh, because we're going back to th- what it looks like, how it should not exactly. work out for the next it player. It doesn't that make makes, sense. But yet it does. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is dirty, Lewis. Thank you for that tip. So with that being said, guys, we thank you so much for listening to us. And uh, I got to get Lewis more. If he doesn't get on the basketball, he's got to get on this fantasy football towards the end of the clutch shot because, man, I'm telling you guys, he got fantasy goal football. I, I, can, I can vouch for him. And it's not even to try – it's not even to try to stroke his ego because he's really good at football. Him and my dad is. So hopefully down the line, my dad is, man, he's one amazing cat in football. These two uh, these two monsters, man, they have a great skill of using their gut as far as going against the grain. They don't listen to the consensus of a lot of experts out there. And I get wound up in it. And a lot of times I fell in that aspect because someone will say, hey, you got to get 
what's the guy's name for the uh, Bears? Oh, I forgot his name. The running back. He's got he got a lot of hype going in the third round. I can't remember his name, and I feel bad. But the thing is about him, he was going in the third round, and I'm not saying he's not going to be a good player. But there was so much hype, he wasn't getting a lot of snaps, and you have to be careful of that. And I'm gonna at least pull up his name as I'm kind of just going back and forth, closing up shopping. While you're doing that, sir, so yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh just make a shout out to uh, Frank Gore out there. Oh my God! Where it doesn't make sense. Old, See, old reliable. Old reliable. reliable. He did bad last week, but in this matchup this week against New York, man, got 15 points, man. It, and that's the thing about fantasy football, man. One week they may do good, the next week, man, they, they fall off the radar, man. It, it just doesn't make sense. This week, uh, Juju got me like 10 points, but last week he got me like three points. And, and real quick, yeah, so it's David Montgomery for the Bears. And then what you just said, Lewis, about Frank Gore, and that's what makes you uniquely special over a lot of experts in fantasy football realm, Lewis, because you don't care about the age. You want points. You'll get Frank Gore like, huh? Nobody drafted him? Let me get Frank Gore and start him. And guess what? Singletary's the guy, and I I have him in my other league thinking, well, Singletary's in that. He's going to be the guy. And I read the paper on him. They said, oh, you know, yeah, at first they said he was starting. And then, oh, next week, oh, Frank Gore's starting. Oh, running back committee. But no, Frank Gore's getting like more snaps, it seems like. I can't take it. And that's what I'm saying. Playing with that <laughs> playing with that running back committees on teams, man, I, I'm going to be honest. It's not a fun thing. Unless you're getting like Zeke. Unless you're getting on Saquon. This day and age, you got to have a little gut call. Yes, at least a do. little. And you, you have get. to in football. Bro, bro. Because football, it doesn't, you know, sometimes it doesn't make sense, man. The way that they come in with the uh, committees. Not only the yes. committees, but the paper will tell you, oh, this guy's done a factor. One week, the next exactly. week, all of a sudden, you got to grab them, you know. Exactly. So take it, I'll say take everything with a little grain of salt and fill it out. You know when the time is right. And then David Montgomery, now it might transition now because versus last week, but this week he had a good game with 18 carries, 62 yards and a touchdown. They finally get him the work. But I'm saying to spend a third round pick on him, that's too rich for me, dog, and I'm cool on that. Um, and, and I think, man, let's touch up on maybe a, a game or two here real quick, Lewis. I'm sorry to hold your time, man, because I think it's only fair to give them a little bit more content. So it's okay. Well, oh, well, let me go ahead and admit, uh, I made an error. I meant uh, Julio Jones as far as the three points. Juju, he's doing okay. He got me 10 He'll points. He'll be fine. He'll yeah, be fine, yeah. though, man. But, like, that, that's just a sense right there. Like, certain players, like, I expected, you know, most of the time, though, them get, like, 15, 20 that's points. That's true. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, we expect it, especially if you're paying a first-round value. Yeah, you, you want, like, the most bang for your buck. Bang for your buck. That's true. I mean, sometimes it's not going to happen. And then Drew Brees, that's an unfortunate. Hopefully, there's a better report because it looked like he got hurt yeah. in that game. Uh, Dallas did good. They're looking scrumptious. And then Detroit. Oh, here's Go an ahead. example right here. I, I, and th that's the thing. Like, right off the back, Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah. I pay Sorry. I pay premium pay for him. Premium bucks for him. I was in the stake league where I grabbed Juju and I grabbed Tyreek right off the bat because oh, yeah. it was like back to back, and and he got injured the first week out. Man, it's Lewis, just I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this because after because we played this is the 10 year anniversary in our football league, right, Lewis? Yeah. This is the first, and I'm you know I want to say I want to share this to the listeners. I'm sorry, I know we were gonna as me and Lewis get together, it gets it gets crazy. This is the first opening year Lewis has lost his first week. First, first year out of 10 years. <laughs> the 10-year anniversary. You know what I did? What's that? 
I use my mind instead of using my Jesus. gut, man. Hey, hey. I, I mean, I use some of my gut, but my gut told me to start Aunt Danny and Mendola, and I did not start him. But last. to be honest with you, I know you had the last pick in the draft in a deep league. I am surprised that you did uh, draft Tyreek and Juju. That ain't typically your style, but Tyreek. Yeah, that's not that's not even you know me starts. That's yeah, not my that ain't style, your man. style, but it's it's kind of crazy how Tyreek got injured. Now I'll say it like this: if you can, and I believe you will, because you always find a way in the playoffs. But to lose Tyreek Hill. In a deep league, and then obviously like four to six games, I think he might be out. I'm gonna be interested to see how you bounce back because I have to find a ways. Because I might lose this week too. I always struggle, as you know. But yeah, yeah. I like to see how you, you know, formulate and make your team. I, I'll be out there. Hey, you know my philosophy, you. man. We, we we taking lemons and we making delicious sweet lemonade, man. Right. Oh yeah. All right, guys. Go, go yeah, ahead, but now in closing, guys, I just want to say this: we appreciate you guys. We're here to answer any questions that you guys have. Just like, you know, in the world where you have to evolve, we're here to help you evolve. You know, you can't always keep uh, using the same strategies, man. You got to mix it up. You know, you got to do something different sometimes. So we're here to help you with the competitive edge you need. (laughs) Yes, indeed. And then at the same time, you guys, uh, again, it's good to always have Lewis on a podcast, even if it's on a football segment or even a whole episode. As you guys see, my my direction is starting to change when it comes to fantasy basketball because I do all three sports and i think it's only fair to do justice to three as time progresses on i'm going to unlock some interesting news i haven't got there yet but just be patient with me it's going to be some great news for you listeners that's been following me for quite some time again continue to listen to the unicorns they have great stuff in all your other podcasts but again we just wanted uh me and then lewis and then i'll also have some excellent guests that needs to deserves to be on here so um with that being said you guys have a good evening morning and afternoon and take a ride Oh, <laughs>